Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Hospitality TV. I'm your host, Rafael Peterson. Today, I'm sitting with Ashley Randall. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, how are you? I'm so good. good. Thank you for taking good. the time to be here. Of course, my pleasure. Um, so I heard about you on Chef Jason's podcast. Yes. It was a killer episode you were with. I think it was kind of two for one where you were with Claudia Sandoval, yeah, right? Claudia, yeah. yeah, that was super cool. She's a badass. You guys were going through your stories oh and uh, it's a pretty badass story that you had and it kind of got me inspired to, uh, to reach out and, and with hopes that you would share that story. Uh, and then amongst a lot of other things, you know, I think, um, I don't know how much you follow or have seen of my channel, mm -hmm. but um, you know, it's mainly geared towards people in the hospitality industry and how we can obtain better practices to be better at what we do and yes. learning from the best in the business, right? And one of the latest interviews I did was with Master Sommelier Bobby Stuckey. He is, um, if you don't know him, he is kind of in charge and he's like the unofficial OG of hospitality within the Court of Master Sommelier. So okay. at all the advanced classes and master classes, he's teaching like what it means to work in hospitality and really kind of be that genuine host and take care of people. So, you know, we were um, getting into a lot of mental health and mental health awareness and longevity in the industry. And it was the first time that I really kind of got into that with somebody in the in the industry. And, and I think more than ever now, it's something that's really important. So having kind of that set up this this idea of where I wanted to go next and then now having you, you're a uh, uh, a uh, excuse me health and mindset coach mm -hmm. right yes um so those two things are, are something that uh that i really like to talk about today so okay. again thanks for taking yeah. the time of course of course uh, yeah so for those of you who don't know um my name is ashley and i have been a health and fitness mindset coach for a very long time now um, i've been doing this for over 10 years and i actually used to work in the industry so years ago i bartended, bottle service, waitress. I've done it all. Where'd you do that at? Um, let's see. I was at the Lincoln Room. Okay. Which, it, that's like an old school spot. It's gone now. Yeah, it's not there anymore, um, right? Yeah, which was great. I loved it. Good days there. Um, I did bottle service for a little while at F6. Nice. Which was very interesting. I had its moments. Yeah. Um, so you got a taste of those late night hours. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then I got wrangled back in to work at Tavern in PV when they did the remodel. Very nice. Cool. And I was like, uh, right around the corner <laughs> from my house. And I was like, okay, I really wanted to travel to Bali. Mm -hmm. And so I got roped into the whole like, oh, I can work and like save a ton of cash and then travel. But as soon as I came back from Bali, I had zero desire to work in the industry anymore. I was mm -hmm. like, well, I don't want to keep doing these rough hours. Um, and then that's when I got into fitness. So yeah, I started um, teaching CrossFit and I had gotten my degree in kinesiology at San Diego State. So it was always been a huge passion of mine. Um, and then I just went full force in a career um, and loved every minute of it. And then as I talked about on Chef Jason's podcast, my life kind of took a little bit of a turn. I got into a bad relationship and it really, uh, it really like messed with my mindset, honestly, more than anything, because I was super conflicted with having a like strong mentality, health, fitness wise. And then I thought, okay, wait, wait a minute. How did I get wrangled into this? Kind of relationship that like I have no power over and I like completely lost my mindset and my focus and everything um, so very long story condensed um, I was able to get out of that and there was some legal stuff that went on but I was able to get out of that relationship and I think that re-sparked my passion for health and fitness but also in the mindset avenue where it's like you can be physically strong 
Um, but if you are lacking in that mindset or if you're lacking in that like inner voice and that confidence, um, even in just the confidence to not be okay, then it's going to kind of all be a fraud because, mm -hmm. you know, physical strength can only take you so far before right. you're like, I really need to kind of check what's going on with me mentally. So that's kind of when I took my business in a different direction when I really wanted to focus on helping people on both ends because I really believe that you can't be healthy unless both of them are in a good place. Right. You know, again, you can work out and bench press and run and do all of these things, but if you have all these demons or things you're trying to avoid or bad habits, um, it's going to catch up with you one way or another. Right. So I was like, okay, I want to create a way that I could service my clients in person and online in a full encompassing like transformation, I guess, where it's like, let's really address all the issues here instead of just, okay, do 10 push-ups and 10 squats and like eat some chicken and we'll see you next week. It's right. like, what's really going on? Like, why are you here? How did you get here? And like, how can we get you to never be back at this place? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where I am now. That's amazing. How long ago did you do that? Like, did you take that shift in the new direction? Um, I would say probably about two and a half years ago. Okay. Yeah. It, it definitely took me some time. I did a lot of um, like introspective work on myself even, you know, before I felt like I could kind of be dishing that out to others. Right. Um, do, you, do you mind sharing if we can ask what kind yeah. of stuff you do? Because obviously like if you're going to be, you know, a fitness coach, like you have a degree in kinesiology right. and like you, you know how to prepare for that. Like what do you do for the mindset aspect of it? So one of the big things that I did was I saw a counselor, mm -hmm. um, which really helped just having someone to talk to and like I said, kind of being okay with not being okay mm -hmm. and really addressing that. So that was a huge help. It also just helps to have conversations that maybe you wouldn't normally be having, you know, with a friend or something, a third party, someone who is obviously skilled in that department, but also you don't feel like you need to show up as anybody. Mm -hmm. um, so that was something that I spent a lot of time in even on days that I didn't want to go. You know, there was plenty of days, just like the gym, I'm sure for some people, where it's like, I don't want to go. Like, I don't want to talk to her today. I don't want to deal with these issues. I don't want to figure out, you know, what whatever it is. I just would kind of rather avoid it. Um, but I still went, I still showed up, you know, I still trudged through things. And that got me, again, kind of reaffirmed everything that I knew inside of me, like kind of, reinforced I guess that confidence like okay just like you know again with working out it's mm -hmm. like okay I don't want to do this this isn't going to be enjoyable but then when you're done you're like I did it right I did it I survived this hour <laughs> she doesn't hate me right you know I'm not a horrible person there's hope for me whatever it might be and so you're like okay I can do this and then I read a lot of books um, I also spent a good amount of time kind of alone and not in like an isolated way of being alone, just really focusing on me, mm -hmm. you know, trying to eliminate the distractions. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one thing that for so many people um, has been exposed, especially during this time right now, that our distractions have been limited because we they're not as readily available. You know, you can't go to the mall or go this or go, do all the things that you would normally like to do. Right. So you're kind of forced to I guess, for lack of better words, kind of address those inner demons, yeah. you know, where it's like, oh shit, yeah, I'm working from home. There is no, you know, commute or there's no coworkers, there's no happy hour, there, whatever it is where you're like, 
oh, I really got to sit here with me and really think about like who I am, the things that I want to be, maybe the things that I wanted to be that I'm not. Mm -hmm. And so I did a lot of that. Um, and then now I can really feel like I'm supporting my clients in that also. Yeah. Because I've done the work and I know, just like physically, you know, when you've been in that grueling position of like, yeah, this sucks or this workout sucks, but I know you can do it. I've been on the other end of that. We're like, yeah, these conversations are tough or, you know, this meditating is going to be uncomfortable, but I've done it. I've survived. You can do it too. Right. Like you'll survive and you're going to be so much better. Yeah. No, that's amazing. I mean, especially when you touch on what's kind of the, the atmosphere right now that everybody's living in, right? There's a lot of tension. Yes. And I think that, you know, a lot of this kind of introspective looking that people are doing has been tough for a lot of people because yes. they might not know how to do it. Right. Right. Um, I mean, it's almost the same analogy of like showing up to the gym, but you don't have a, a routine in mind or know what to do and you kind of are just fumbling around. It might be the same with kind of taking a look inside and seeing what areas you need to address, what areas you need to improve totally. on. Um, so it's super helpful to be organized in that way to be able to approach that, right? Um, but that's, I mean, you bring up an interesting point too, because I think a lot of times right now, like you go, especially on social, right? You go online, you look at, you know, I don't know. I'm trying not to get on Facebook anymore because it's just horrible. It's so bad. I mean, it's it's just become, you know, a place for a lot of negative commentary and right. and, and and it's all you see, right? And there's yes. a lot of like fear and anxiety that comes through on that. Um, you're super active on social though too, which is what I love about you. Like you have a lot of inspiring posts that you do. Thank you're super you. active on stories. Like you see your posts early in the morning. You're like, all right, let's go, let's go. Like let's get it, right? Yes. Yes. Um, what do you do you have any techniques to like filter out the stuff that's on there that maybe you know is like consuming bad energy or yeah. trying to bring out bad energy that you're like oh i don't want that to filter into my mindset right now that i have to stay strong for myself and for other people right yeah that's a that's a really good question um and yeah so i guess the main thing that i do which is hard for a lot of people myself included is you have to like eliminate those people you know from your feed you know yeah. I guess you have to just be very careful of what you are exposing yourself to yes and that is something that I believe you know regardless of the climate that's going on in the world I think that you know if certain things aren't good for you as a person if they're triggering if they don't put you in a good place then be okay with owning that and kind of removing that from your life you know I have a lot of clients that are moms that get really caught up in the Instagram thing where they feel like, oh, I saw this mom and she's so fit or she, you know, she bounced back, you know, six weeks after having a baby, she looked amazing. Like, why don't I look that? And like, they go down that rabbit yeah. hole and it's like, you're seeing like the smallest amount, you know, on social of what is really going on. Right. And, and you know, that's super interesting too. Sorry to interrupt, but like the, the concept of eliminating versus accepting right like yes. what do you encourage in that direction because you could just i mean for an example like that you can see a lot of healthy people online like i don't want to see that right it's making me jealous of what i don't have right versus like you know what good for them they're getting after it like right. that can be motivating for me too i've struggled with that too there's definitely okay. been a couple people during this time that i'm like i don't need to see any more of those right. posts that are right. like just super negative and then there's the other aspect of like well maybe i need to check my mindset too on how i'm reacting to that yes and how i'm how i'm allowing that to affect my feelings right before i just eliminate right like right. it's a kind of a tricky line yes, there it is and i do think that you have to take a little ownership mm -hmm. to your point you know how is this affecting me so maybe i do need to be able to consume this material and not be triggered or maybe i don't need to be like consuming this material um i and this kind of goes and a side note like with business but 
one of the things that I've always been taught. I personally, which is very ironic that you say that I'm so active on social, but I personally can't stand it. If I didn't have it for my business, mm -hmm. I would prefer not to because I do think that it can get very messy and it can be um, like kind of an escape. Like I don't sure. want to deal with reality, so I'm just going to kind of tunnel into other people's lives and I'm going to surf through their life and have this like peeping Tom kind of a thing where why are we having this distraction? Like, why aren't we working on what's, why do we care about what they're doing? Why aren't we worried about what we're doing? Right. Um, but one of my business mentors once had said that like, you need to be um, producing more than you're consuming. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I try mm. to remember that with the whole like mm -hmm. scrolling thing is it's like, I don't have 30 minutes to scroll through other people's stuff, whether it be inspirational, frustrating, nonsense, you know, anything, unless I've, produced you know 30 minutes worth of like content yeah, per that's se. a good way to look at and it and so then sometimes i'll notice that i'm scrolling i'm like what am i doing like i am giving so much of my energy totally. into something else when i could i could be putting something out there for right. people to consume good bad indifferent whatever but so i gotta like really kind of check myself and yeah that does help with like the personal stuff for sure no that's a great way to look at it um so yeah i mean so when i when i'm approaching and thinking about this conversation like even from your title right like health and mindset coach, right? Mm -hmm. It's easy to kind of divide those into two categories. So we're talking a lot about mindset um, and I love where we're going with this, but let's talk a little bit about the health part of it, right? And yeah. please, you're the expert, so interject at any point, cut me off. But when I think of health, I think of like what you put in your body, right? The yes. food that you eat, and then that can be broken down into like, what do you eat, how do you eat it, and when do you eat it, right? right? And then the other part is like, physical activity, something to get the blood flowing, get your metabolism up, right? Sweat a little bit, whatever that may be, whether it's going for a walk down the street, mm -hmm. whether it's going to the gym and doing something crazy, doing a triathlon, whatever, right. like whatever degree that is for you, wherever you're at. Um, and then maybe recovery, yes. right? Like what you do. So I kind of think about it in those three ways. Um, but I wanted to ask you, you know, going back to the atmosphere that we're living in, right? Like we see a lot of the stuff about what's happening a lot of it isn't very encouraging what i see very little of and again i was we we're kind of joking about this earlier is maybe i'm following the wrong people but what i see very little of is this is how you can be proactive about taking care of your health boosting your immunity putting yourself in a better position to be healthy from the physical standpoint and then that's going to activate your mindset too right like yes. i love like i listen to a lot of tony robbins podcasts yes. i love his stuff and he's always about like high energy high mentality right or not high, but you know what i mean like high right. high flow like of you of your mental at a state level. Yes. totally and that yeah. doesn't just happen you have to prime your body yes. to be able to be in that position right so i was wondering if you could kind of i mean it's kind of a, a long question there sorry but you know if we could touch on a little bit maybe the first part like what we're consuming and, right. and i'm trying to do this again within the concept or, or construct of People here, you know, you did it. You were working mm -hmm. at, you know, a bar and coming out at probably yes. what, one thirty, two, three oh, in the yeah. morning, yep. you know, like, are you gonna eat at that time of night? Is that good for you? Is it not? Like, what are some healthy habits that some people in our industry can yes. take away when it comes to diet? Yes, it's, it's huge. Um, and it is tough, for sure. And I know, you know, again, like I know firsthand that it can be very, very much a struggle. You're eating or you're at work and it's like, oh, there's food in the back and you snacked on some fries or you've had a couple shots while you're working and now it's like, oh shit, I've had really no food. I've been drinking, you know, French fries or whatever is in the back of the house and some, you know, some shots during my shift. Right, um, not the and, best uh, yeah. input. <laughs> right, and you're like, uh. And for me, I was then also teaching CrossFit, so then I was waking up at like 5.30 in the morning. Oh my so God. I was like, oh, I gotta cut this out real quick. 
But yeah, I mean, little things that are some healthy, healthy habits that people can um, implement, you know, real simple is like for me and all of my clients, I have them do like a warm glass of water with lemon, fresh lemon in the morning. Um, I do a protein shake like at least twice a day because it's so simple. And that mm -hmm. was something that I even started years ago back working at the bar was, okay, at least if I can shake this up with some water and drink it down real quick, like at least I know I've gotten something good right. you know, in my body. It doesn't take a long time. It's not a meal. So if, if you're on the go and you're trying to balance all of that and the biggest thing with people that are wanting to make a lifestyle shift is that they feel overwhelmed by all the things. And so I always try to tell people, like, it doesn't have to be all the things. Mm. You, know, you don't have to gut your refrigerator, throw everything out, never have, you know, an energy drink ever again. It's just little things. Like, try to do one thing all week. And then once that kind of becomes a habit, then you add another thing. Mm -hmm. And so, again, if it's like, okay, every morning, yeah, maybe I drank last night. Okay, I'm not going to beat myself up over that. But every morning I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have a warm glass of water with fresh lemon. And it's like that will detox your liver that starts to get you hydrated it starts to wake up all your other organs okay so that's one thing it's literally just a glass of water so way better than coffee in the morning right to uh, do that i have it before my coffee so okay. i still have coffee <laughs> okay. yeah but definitely a hundred percent before coffee helps with all the stuff going on inside yeah so that's one thing like okay super simple mm -hmm. and then another thing that starts to happen is like this domino effect where once you start to feel better then you want to do more right so it's like oh well i felt really good this morning and i felt really good today and i ate really good today i don't want to come to work and now eat bad food or i don't want to come to work now and have a bunch of alcohol because i don't want to be hung over tomorrow and so it's like it starts to work in this like almost like an upward spiral yeah. instead of like a downward spiral totally so things like that pre-planning um I mean, people used to give me shit sometimes at the bar. Like I would bring food with me, um, you know, to eat really quick in the back, especially if I was like bartending late, just like shoveling some healthy food in. Um, again, that makes a big difference. Having a protein shake with you that you can just throw some water in and drink up. Um, and then for sure, for sure, moving your body. Yeah. Just having that time to, like you said, People, that's one thing that even I as a fitness coach have learned over this quarantine time is that walking, you can burn a ton of calories walking. You know, I would get bored walking in my neighborhood, so I would start going to different places, Mission Hills, you know, someone with some hills or a different area to walk. And you could walk for like an hour and a half and burn like three or 400 calories. Right. And it's like, that's a good movement. It doesn't have to be a gym. You don't have to be dependent on other people. You don't have to be motivated you know to do this workout it's just like i'm gonna go for a walk i'm gonna throw on a podcast and i'm gonna go for a walk and if i only have an hour just move your body sweat have your me time have your regrouping time um, those would probably be the biggest things that i would say well and if there's an, another one that is really good would be start implementing like cold showers mm. um, what does that do that's really good for your immune system mm -hmm. it's really good for your blood flow um, it also just helps like with vitality. I mean, how cold are we talking here? We're talking all know, the way to the right? I know, that's what everyone's <laughs> next question is like, oh, cold shower, and listen, I'm the first to say like, I'm not jumping in a cold shower. Like I do the whole routine and then I end with a cold shower. Right, right, right. And I have worked up to like 20 seconds each, like I'll face and then I turn and I turn, I do that twice. Yeah. Um, and it gets a little colder, you know, as I go. So I definitely start, you know, and it's like slowly by the time we're done, it's like into the cold. But 
It does. It's really, really, really good for your immune system. It's really good for like vitality. Yeah. And it kind of just, again, reinforces that mindset. Like this is something not pleasant, right. but it's really good for me and I can do it. Right. I can freaking survive 30 seconds in a shower. Right. And surprisingly, what most people find is when they get out of a cold shower or a colder even shower is they are more warm than a getting out of a hot shower because you're forcing your body's natural blood to be rushing and pumping through you. Yeah. And so when you get out, you're like, oh, I'm kind of almost like sweating because I'm so internally fired up and everything inside of you is going, your metabolism, your blood, all of this, instead of heat was warming me, but like everything inside is still kind of dormant. Right. And so even just something like that, like that would be huge, you know? So what do you say to somebody who's like, you know, because some of these guys have their little heart monitor mm -hmm. things on their, you know, their watch and they're running around all day. I mean, literally putting in between six to nine miles right. on a shift, oh, right? Yeah. Between oh, yeah. the stairs, I mean, 40 flights of stairs, <laughs> six, you know, nine miles. Yeah. They're, you know, taking down bus tubs that have 20, 30 pounds in them oh, of yeah. dishes. I mean, they're working out all night, For right? Sure. They're in a full sweat. So is that enough? Or is that like something to where like you also need to get energized before to where so that you can have maintained energy while you're working the shift, right? Because a lot of, you know, sometimes, or you speak to, you know, some of our guys who work eight, 10 hours, mm -hmm. 12 hours, some of them, yeah. you know, they're like, dude, I don't have time to work out. Right. Like I'm on my feet all day cooking here. Like I'm, where right. am I going to work out, you know? And yeah. so that's one of those things too. I'm like, I think it's kind of a tricky question, right? Because right. everybody has to find what works for them. Yes. But I think there's also a case to be made that if you can find the balance between the two, yes. working out a little bit before too yes. will give you more energy for the very difficult tasks that you're gonna go do later 100%. on that evening, right? 100%. And I think again, going back to what I said earlier is just having that time for you. Mm -hmm. Like yes, granted this is strenuous, this is a workout, they are working. I mean that is not a slacker job at all, but it's not their time. Mm -hmm. Again, like we kind of said before this, they're in a very reactive state where things are happening to them. Mm -hmm. Take this table down, do this, do this. Like their body, their mindset, their energy, everything in them is in a reactive state versus I'm choosing to, like I said, even just go for a walk. Right. I'm gonna just take 30 minutes, you know, before I start getting ready for work and just go for a walk. Or I'm going to put on a song or two songs in my house and even just like have a little dance party. Like yeah. it doesn't even have to be something crazy. But again, to your point, kind of like with Tony Robbins, you have to just get that energy up so that that is your like operating level right. instead of, well, I'm always exhausted, but my job forces me to rise up to this intense reactive go, go, go. It's like, nope, this is what I do. I get up, I move, I do this, I feel good. I just naturally kind of have this higher level of operating. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, so the other part about like nutrition intake, like on when you consume it, are you, do you do any type of intermittent fasting or eat in certain like timed windows mm -hmm. where you eat or things like that? What are your thoughts on that? So I, with my um, online program that I take my clients through, I teach them both mm -hmm. um, because again, everyone's lifestyle is very different. And so for me as a coach, I want to make sure that they have all the tools. Um, kind of like my motto is, you give someone a fish, you know, they eat for a day, but if you teach them to fish, you know, they'll eat for life. Right. And so that's how I like to approach my clients is I could just tell you to follow this meal plan and you could maybe follow it. Or I could say, okay, let me give you all these tools. Let me give you all these options and we will see what works best for you. Right. So I've done intermittent fasting. It's okay. 
for me right now, what I am working with and what works for my lifestyle is macros. And so I am usually always a morning workout person, which means I am up, I'm moving, I have some carbs and some protein in the morning. I try to have as little fat around when I need to be active as possible. So if you are someone who maybe has to be super active at night and you are working all night, I would say have a little more fat in the morning, get that into your body, have some protein, have some carbs, so that then when you're here working, you have a good base in you mm -hmm. instead of, okay, well, I slept until three and I have to be at work at seven and now I have to try to figure out what I'm gonna do and then I'm gonna be hungry and I'm, it's like, that's a disaster. Yeah, and what do you mean by macros? Um, so your macronutrients. Uh -huh. So the three main macronutrients are protein, carbs, and fats. Okay. And um, it's something that I calculate again for my clients in my program. Um, but basically it's just finding out what your body needs to really operate. And everyone's numbers are different based on their goals, based on their lean muscle mass, based on their energy output. Mm -hmm. You know, someone who maybe sits at a desk doesn't need to be having all these carbs versus maybe someone who's like, yeah, I'm like you said, going six miles every night up and down stairs. Like, right. okay, we need to make sure then that you have proper nutrients in you to not only just maintain and sustain your life, but like go above and beyond so that you don't come home completely depleted or you aren't coming home, you know, shoveling cereal in your mouth at four in the morning and right. then you're like, oh shoot, like I probably shouldn't have done that. Right. So <laughs> trying to find like the best things. And the reason I like them is because then I can still eat whatever I want. It's just like kind of portion size. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I've seen pictures of you like holding a box of donuts yeah, and like, exactly. all these things. Yeah. So we're like, so it's like if, I wanna eat donuts, if it's all in check, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Totally. And again, if you are, you know, you're going for a hike or you're having a hard workout or you know you're going to be working all night, it's okay to like get some food in you. Yeah. Most people, surprisingly, no one really believes this, but most people under eat. And in some capacity, whether it be on a daily basis and then they like overcompensate, you know, like on the weekend. Yeah. But most people are undernourished. Yeah. And so then they're not seeing the results that they want because of that, whether that be weight loss or weight gain. Mm -hmm. It's like if you are undernourished and you're trying to lose weight, but you're not putting enough in, your body's just going to hold on to everything you have, yeah. even if you're a little overweight, because it needs that to function. Right. Instead of, okay, it's like, you know, like a wood stove where you're constantly putting wood in so it can constantly burn right. through it versus, well, I don't know, you might not put another log in here forever. I, what am I going to do with this? I need to like hoard this log now. <laughs> Right, right. You know what's really weird is I had a personal experience here recently. <laughs> the first two weeks we came back. Uh -huh. So like the first, the several weeks before coming back, I was feeling pretty good. I was, you know, <laughs> super active. I was doing a lot of things. So we come back into two weeks here and I'm, I'm going to crash it. I'm going to come in super hard. I'm like intermittent fasting. Uh -oh. I'm going to work out every single day. And I was coming home like just ruined, yes. like exhausted. I'm like, don't eat, don't eat, don't have that late night meal. And I'm all about my late, my late night meals. I mean, I just come home and like, it's just a very satisfying it. thing. Right. But I was like, no, I'm gonna, and the times before that I've done that, I've actually seen really good results okay. when I've done the intermittent fasting. Right. This, those two weeks were, I mean, literally brutal. Also, it's the kind of shock of coming back into work from yes. not being work active, yes. you know, yes. and then on top of that, I'm doing this thing that's like, it's completely made up and like, I'm, I have no, I'm not calculating anything of what I actually need. So. I'm like, I'm gonna have a good breakfast, I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna have a good lunch, and right. then have a protein shake at four and not eat until tomorrow. <laughs> and then I'd wake up, so I'd come home destroyed. Right, of course. And I'd wake up destroyed, even after sleeping. I'm like, yeah. I feel just as horrible as I did last night. Right. I did that for two weeks, nothing really changed physically. <laughs> 
which made me think like maybe stress is a big factor too of like not letting my body assimilate yes. these changes. And then, and this last week, Ashley, I've been coming home. I've been making some crazy meals. We don't need to get into the details. Uh -oh. I've been making some crazy meals at night. Oh no. Sleeping like a baby, okay. waking up feeling great, okay. working out in the morning. So not that I need to do this, not that it needs right. to be my new normal, but I'm just saying, I don't know. I think that, <laughs> playing to your point, I think I definitely wasn't consuming enough. Yes. That yes. was that was just draining me. For sure. You know, and For I think sure. so. To your point, that's probably a really good. Um, you know, you should kind of keep an eye on what you what your body needs, yes. right? Yes. I mean, do you have a good tip for people on how to do that for themselves? Um, well, you can reach out to me and I can. Okay, so let's do that. I'm okay. sorry. We haven't even, can you please no, tell okay. us about your, what is your program that you're offering for people and, okay. and how they can get into it? So um, right now, which is great for anyone in the, in, in the industry or anyone, honestly, mm -hmm. I have um, a seven day program that is for free on my Instagram. Um, the link is in my bio. And your Instagram and is? Is Ashley Randall Fit. Cool. Yep. Um, and it has seven days of workouts that are done at home. They don't require a gym. So you have dumbbells. You can incorporate that. If you don't, it's fine. They're all under 30 minutes. So you could bang it out like in your living room. Um, it also comes with some recipes. So some healthy options just to show people that, you know, eating healthy doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't have to have 97 ingredients, you know, where it's like, oh, a sprinkle of this. And you're like, oh, I'm never going to make that. Um, that's one of the things that I really hear from people the most is that they feel that healthy recipes are so intricate mm -hmm. or they're super boring where it's like chicken and rice. Right. Um, and so I really wanted to make something that showed how good it can be and how simple it can be. So you get recipes and then there's like a little calendar in there that you can track. And then I also have like a much more advanced level, which would be like private coaching with me. Um, that is a 12 week program that I take my clients through that is like very extensive, which is much more like fitness and mindset yeah. where we are kind of tackling your life, where you want to be, maybe why you haven't been able to get there. And it's very custom. So it's not just like, here's a plan, go and do it. Right. You know, we really say, okay, yeah, you're working till three in the morning. Okay. Like let's really figure out what we need to do for you. Yeah. Uh, there was a girl that just finished my last program and we actually used to work together years ago at Tavern and she reached back out to me um, during this whole like COVID time and she really wanted to have some help, but she also was gonna be starting to bartend again now that they were open. And so that was one of her concerns was like, how do I, I've gotten, you know, like four weeks with you kind of in this little perfect bubble, but then how do I integrate back into bartending life and not lose all of this? Right. And so we, you know, formulated a plan for her and kind of, what you were saying about the eating it's like it doesn't have to be boring i'm like listen ali if you are working and hustling and shaking and picking things up and like physically working till the evening like yeah you could have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich like you can have you know a protein shake and a peanut you know a peanut butter and jelly sandwich something like that you could come home and make eggs and pancakes if you really wanted to but let's just think about what you're eating like let's get you some protein let's get you some carbs get you something that is also going to refuel your body so that when you do lie down and go to bed, it has some really good stuff in it mm -hmm. so that when you wake up tomorrow and you're like, hey body, I need you to get going again, it's not depleted. Right. It's not like, well, I ate french fries in three shots and then haven't eaten for seven hours. Right. And it's like, well, no wonder you feel like shit when you woke up. Like your body is trying to recover from basically a six hour workout that you just did. Right. And you didn't put anything good in it 
during that workout and then you slept for five hours and so it's like well shit for 12 hours i've been trying to perform at a high level for you and recover no wonder right so yeah i mean if your lifestyle is coming home and needing that meal or needing to eat like you can do that in fact i would almost rather that you do i don't want to say like indulge but maybe eat more than you think you should at that hour because your day is structured different right. than most people. So again, my day is gonna be completely structured different than the way Allie's day is. So if she's working late, okay, you know, maybe the intermittent fast, it works for her because she is sleeping a good portion of the morning and then maybe not hungry, but then she's eating a lot towards the end of the day. Right. All of those things, they just have to be tweaked and they're so simple. It just can be very overwhelming for people who don't know where to start. Right. And so I really like to take that guesswork out for them. Well, I think if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Because you exactly. know, like, you need to take care of your body, eat right. Right. Try not to drink too much. Right. <laughs> but yeah. everybody would, would be walking around fit, right? Exactly. Where do you think you see the people get tripped up the most in that? Um, kind of what I said earlier. I think people think that they need to do it all at once. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. that is the biggest in my opinion the quickest way to failure because you are trying to make this radical change right and it can be very overwhelming to your point if they don't even know where to start and then they're just like all right well I'm just gonna toss everything aside and have this drastically different lifestyle you're not gonna be able to maintain that yeah, you're gonna 100%. maybe be able to hold on for a little while and grit it out but eventually something's gonna come up and you haven't built a strong foundation and the whole thing's going to crumble right, apart. Right. And so again, that's why I say like little things, you know, tell yourself, okay, you know, every morning when I wake up, I'm going to do 20 push-ups and 20 jumping jacks three times through. Even if you just make that commitment to yourself and you do the commitment, it just sends a signal to your brain, which is kind of a whole nother tangent, but it just reaffirms that like what I say I'm going to do, I'm going to do mm -hmm. instead of like punishing a kid. You know, if you do that one more time, I'm gonna send you to your room. And then you never send them, they're like, you're never gonna send me. It's an empty threat. Right. So if you tell yourself, tomorrow's the day that I'm gonna work out and tomorrow never comes, you don't ever even believe that tomorrow's gonna come. Right. So even though you're saying it's going to be different tomorrow, everything inside of you is like, no, it's not. It, and and if, when it's not different, there's no like repercussions because your body's just like, well, I didn't, I didn't take you serious anyway. Right. Instead of like, no, I am a person who operates like this. I said I would do this. I'm going to do this. Again, even if it's just having the lemon water, even if you just tell yourself, I'm going to do that for five days, you're like, oh shit, I just did that for five days. Like, good job. It gives you the confidence to then take on another challenge, to bring the protein shake to work, to, you know, do whatever you need to be doing after work. Um, setting yourself up for success because that feeling is something you want to continue to feel. Yeah. Instead of, well, I said I would do it and I didn't do it and I don't, and I feel like shit now. So I'm just going to go to work. Right. Yeah. It's funny. Jojo and I were just joking about that <laughs> before you came. I was like, I'm not going to drink for a month. Uh, exactly. And, but you know, but seriously, and I was like, well, dude, like, honestly, like you should, you should, it's so, it's so hard to meet those goals when you put up this big goal, like start with five days, Exactly. start with your working days that I'm not going to drink on my working days right. and then go treat yourself on right. your two days off. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do what you want on those days, but start small, get through yeah. a week. You're like, you know what? I did five days, no drinking. I'm going to go enjoy myself to right. a smaller drink, right? Yeah. Like those little steps to get to a bigger, um, to a bigger picture. Yes. I think also it's probably got to be super helpful, obviously to have a coach like yourself just for the accountability yes. factor, right? Yes. Like you're like, yes. shit, Ashley's going to call me yes. out if I'm not, yes. if I'm not hitting these goals. And I think mm -hmm. that's a big one, right? I think some people maybe are capable of 
you know, the accountability to themselves and reaching these goals. But then, like you said, if they don't, then what are the repercussions? Maybe nobody's like punishing them mm -hmm. or holding them accountable. So it, it's super helpful to have a coach yes, or even an accountability buddy, right? right? Somebody that's like, yo, listen, we got to do this together and we're totally. going to, this is our goal and we're not going to drink for five days. So right. we're, we're starting now, you know, and yes. I think that could be super helpful for people. We were talking about recovery too. What do you recommend? So as much as you intake, right, you're looking at all these nutrients that you're, you should have in your body right. to be able to operate a workout and go work right. for eight, nine, 10 hours. Yes. What do you recommend for like, recovery to make sure because we were talking a little bit yeah. about that right um so one thing for sure which i know is hard especially when you're in the industry but water yeah you know i know you can't always just be like oh i'm gonna go pee 20 times in my shift because that's not possible right but really really getting a ton of water in even if it's like something you have to do in the beginning part of the day um what would you say by a ton of water because it is hot up here yeah. people are running around sweating working like what's for an active person on their feet like what should they be consuming? We're talking like minimum half gallon, preferably yeah. like a gallon yeah. of water right. yeah, would be ideal. So again, especially for people that are active all the time, yeah. sweating, moving, even again, your equilibrium is off. You're staying up later. Like you're just, your body is not in this like bio clock of like this. I know it sounds hippie, but like the sun and the moon and like when everything's shutting down, like you need yourself to keep going. And so you have to stay hydrated. You have to be able to flush the stuff out that you are putting in, even just the inflammation. Yeah. I mean, shit, I remember times when I would come home and it felt like my ankles were swollen. I'm like, well, yeah, I've been wearing freaking Converse, running around in a bar for eight hours. Like, yeah, my feet hurt and my legs probably are swollen. Like, right. this is ridiculous. Um, another really good thing for recovery that I started back then and I still do is I would come home and kind of have my unwind time and I would just put my feet up against a wall mm -hmm. and just let all the blood like drain out from my feet. Sometimes I would tell myself, just do it for a minute. And then other times I would end up being there for like 20 minutes. Right. You, know, you get lost on your phone or you're watching a show, but little things like that totally. like, make a huge difference. Yeah. And, like you've been on your feet all hours, it's sweaty. You know, maybe you take a shower when you get home, maybe you're too tired, you just crawl into bed. Your body's like, again, I was just doing a workout. Like. I don't know if you think I was, but your body's like, I was just doing hard labor. And now you're like, go to bed. Right. It's like, oh, okay, we're not going to do any cool down here. There's not going to be like <laughs> right. some water you're going to give me. Right. Like you're not going to give me any food. You're just going to leave me completely deprived and I'm just going to go to bed. Right. No. Cause it's like, imagine doing an eight hour workout and then just go drink like three beers yeah. and go to sleep. I mean, it, that basically <laughs> is it. Like if you walked right. around little Italy for eight hours and occasionally like hopped up on some benches, did some push ups maybe every now and then did a couple sprints for eight hours. <laughs> and then you were just were like, all right, well, I'm not gonna eat because it's three in the morning. So right. like, I'm not gonna eat, it's not eating time. Like, right. well, no, for your lifestyle, it is eating time, it's recovery time. Like it's the same way that I would treat, you know, the ending of my day at seven or 8 p.m. is the way you guys would treat the ending of your day. Mm -hmm. So yeah, have some water, unwind, you know, maybe watch a show, maybe don't watch a show, read a book, put your feet up take a bath. You know, I know that some of the times you're like, I just want to go to bed, but sometimes just taking 10 minutes to do those things sets you up tomorrow for a way more successful day. Yeah. Way more successful totally. than just, uh, I'm just going to crawl into bed and not eat anything. It's right. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, it makes total sense. I mean, it literally sounds like what we're doing. <laughs> I know I've been <laughs> doing, there. Like, I mean, jumping there's up been on boxes and like, yeah, sprints, like, the whole yes. thing. I mean, it's, 
it is what we do. Yeah, I mean, like you said, especially the bussers or that, you know, if you're having to carry a tray up a thing, I mean, your shoulders, yeah, yeah. there would be times I'd come home, I'm like, God, why are my shoulders so exhausted? I'm like, well, yeah, I'm having a tray like this. Like, yeah, no wonder, it's right. tiring. Yeah. And you don't think it is because it's your job. So then that's where like the disconnect becomes, you know, just like anyone. Like if you're a boxing coach and you're holding pads for someone all day or for clients all day and you don't think, okay, that's not really hard, but it is. When I was coaching CrossFit, like I'm demonstrating movements all day long. Right. Now it might not be hard for me, but if I'm showing six classes throughout the day, how to deadlift, how to this, how to that, I'm basically working out all day. Right. So I need to take into account for that when I'm eating, when I'm resting, when I feel tired, like, oh, you didn't even work out today. No, you did. You put, you know, you picked up after people, you put stuff away, you did all this stuff all day long. It's okay to be tired. Right. And it's also okay to not work out. Right. Because your body was under such physical stress and mental stress all day. It's okay to take a day off, to relax, to give your body that reprieve to like, okay, let me just not be in a constant state of reacting and right. being stressed. Like, let me just chill today. Sometimes we need that more than we need the physical activity. 100%. For sure. Yeah. Um, so we were, you know, this is what? This is Monday. Is it Monday or Tuesday? It's Monday. It's Monday. I'm so bad. Don't oh, my God. I'm so, so it's Monday morning. Yes. We're getting the news uh, here that uh, they're closing down gyms again. I know. Which sucks. Yeah. But also perfect time for people to get your seven day workout in, right? You said you had yes. a couple of um, a couple of links that we can probably we can link up. We'll put yep. those on Instagram mm -hmm. for people for to sure. do some some at home workouts. Yes. If they have any questions, they can hit you up. For Maybe sure. shoot you some messages. Yes, I'm um, always always accessible. So awesome. I really like to help people and give as much information as I can. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll definitely link those up. And um, I feel like I could talk to you for at least a couple more hours and just go, get some more uh, some more information on how to like function uh, at the best way that we can. But thank you. This has been super helpful. I mean, thank hopefully you. a lot of people can benefit from this. And yeah. and I think it's just a conversation that needs to be had. You know, like we are in for those of us, for those of us working in this industry, we literally are expected to take care of other people. Yes. That is our job yes. so throughout the, the longevity of our shift. And how can you do that if you're not taking care of yourself? Right. So really trying to put this out there for people um, to have this conversation, to, to form groups, to get together, you know, let's go on a hike or a run before yeah. you, instead of going out and having those beers at night, go home, get some rest, fresh, and let's go do something active in the daytime. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're really trying to spread that as much as possible. I mean, it's, 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 you feel better in the end. So right. um, thank you for your time, You're Ashley. Welcome. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, guys, make sure to follow Ashley Randall Fit on IG, sign up for some of those free workouts and obviously the bigger class if you can. Um, yes. Thanks for joining us. Thank Boom. you. Awesome. You're amazing. Thank you. That was perfect.